Hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Wizard and this is The Outdoor Experience where we talk about everything and anything with the great outdoors. Today, we are talking to a two-time thru-hiker, Cascade. Hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, when you said to meet here, I was like, oh, is she in college right now? Um, not yet. I'm going to start winter semester in like three weeks. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm finally, I'm finally going to go back to school again. That's That'll awesome. Be, yeah. yeah. Are excited. you planning on, I mean, well, first of all, congrats on doing, you know, <laughs> your second through hike. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, are you planning on doing the CDT? Yes. Yeah. Um, not this coming year, not 2020. Two, but probably 2023. Yeah, and congratulations on your three. Yeah, thank too. you. That was it was an experience for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it sounds you know like it. you had a really wet year. Like 2020 yeah. was super dry. There was, yeah. I mean, there was definitely still rain, but as far as the ATs concerned, like it was pretty nice. It seemed like to me, but it seemed like you guys had like a bunch Do of hurricanes and the time of year might have played a role because you did get back on the trail what in June. Um, no, I um I actually stayed on the whole time. Oh, you did stay on. Yeah, okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I, I hiked through from March till September. So I kind of I think I got like a whole year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was, it was wet. Yeah. Your year. It seemed like I I kept seeing yeah. videos of like. Oh yeah, there was one point we had I think eight days straight in rain. See, we that never never got anywhere close yeah. to that. Maybe like three days. Yeah. But yeah. All right, so <laughs> I wrote down a few questions. Awesome. Um, I wanted to play a quick little game at first, just okay. like, would you prefer this or this? Mm -hmm. Just to let people kind of get to know your opinions or okay. a little bit about you. So this one has three, but the rest of them will have two. Uh, okay. Trail runners, boots, or sandals? Trail runners. Trail runners? For sure. Buff or beanie? Uh, hmm. For your head, not for... I know, yeah. I know. I... Uh, I mean, I guess I should just pick one, but I've definitely used both to great effect. Um, buff, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. So, yeah. uh, sunglasses or no sunglasses? Oh, no sunglasses. No sunglasses. Unless you're about to go, like, unless you're in the Sierra and you could go snow blind without sunglasses. Because that ah, happened to one of my friends this okay. year. So not even, like, in the sun, but in the snow. In the snow. In the snow is when you need sunglasses. Okay. Or on, like, super bright granite. But okay. the rest of the time, no. Coffee or Mio? Coffee. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cooking or cold soaking? Uh, definitely cooking. I would have said cold soaking last year, but definitely cooking. Did you cold soak on the AT? I did, yeah. Okay. Um, for the second half, I did. And, I mean, it was gross, but I wasn't carrying a stove, so... <laughs> I did it for about a week and a half on my first ever backpacking trip, but that was just because I didn't know how to use a stove. So, it was like Fair my enough. first backpacking Fair experience, enough. and I threw out my stove. <laughs> And I just had like Nutella and tortilla shells or English muffins like the entire oh, time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still did that in the mornings this year. But, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm mean, like once it gets warm out, I don't really use it for cooking dinner. But coffee. You got to have hot coffee. Okay. <laughs> Here's a fun one. Uh, the Appalachian Trail or the Pacific Crest Trail? I, I know that's a hard one. Like how can... <laughs> it, yeah. They're, I think they're different experiences, If right? I'm just... Yeah. I mean like if I'm just like picking one or the other, the AT. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Um, I think that the memories and feelings that I have associated with that trail more than anything, it's my first trail. It's where yeah. my heart is. And I yeah. dreamed about it for 11 years before I did it. Okay. So I, yeah. You got me beat. I had about three years <laughs> invested in that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. 
What was your worst experience in the PCT? Um, there were definitely some sketchy moments. I feel like overall, it's a lot easier to die on the PCT. Mm-hmm. Like the AT, there's so many road crossings and everything. It's pretty easy to get out. Um, but I, well, there were a couple. Um, but the one that was kind of the absolute scariest was uh, going over Sonora Pass in early June. Um, all the snow had melted. Like it was pretty chill. Uh, and I was heading up close to sunset. It had gotten cloudier and cloudier throughout the day. And I was planning on like camping near the top. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I walked up into a snowstorm that I didn't know was coming Mm -hmm. and hadn't been paying attention to. Um, and like within five minutes, it was complete white out. I couldn't see the trail. I couldn't see anything. There was no real shelter. Um, and it was really scary. I was supposed to camp with a friend and his tent was like 15 feet off the trail and I was looking everywhere for it. I walked right past it because I couldn't see that far. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that was really scary. And I ended up pitching my tent at like a really bad slope um, in a not wind protected place. Mm-hmm. And my tent all night was like bending over oh. on top of me and then like springing back up and bending over the other way. Um, I was wet. I was cold. It was just, not fun. that was really miserable. <laughs> and that was really scary. I think yeah. that's definitely the closest I ever came to dying. Um, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you, it's okay if you don't want to talk about this, no, but no. I remember earlier on in your through hike. I got really sick. Yeah. You got really sick. Yeah. That was the other one. Yeah. Um, it was just norovirus. Just norovirus, you but, know. It's... I mean, like, so I know a lot of other people who also got norovirus in the desert on the PCT, and it was like a two or three day thing for them. They were just a little bit sick, like it was kind of gross, and then they were fine again. But for me, it was a full nine days of mm. like misery. Uh, I was like twenty miles out of Big Bear when it hit me, and then I couldn't like. I basically was passed out, mm-hmm. and nobody really knew where I was. Um, I didn't have like a way to connect to anybody and I was just like, uh, I pitched my tent a little bit away from the trail and I didn't eat or drink anything for four days. I had to hike another like 30 miles to get out Um, and I was melting snow for water. I tried to make it six miles to the next water the next day, but I couldn't do it. Um, And yeah, that was... And you're saying that the snow experience was worse than this? Yes. (laughs) Wow. uh, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. I'm sure it's hard to explain because you are the one that went through it. I mean, yeah, both of them were really, really scary. Um, But I think that I was so out of it Mm -hmm. when I was sick that I didn't realize how scary it was. Yeah. Um, And I didn't, you know what, now that I think about it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think that um, I wasn't thinking clearly. I wasn't, I was kind of delirious um, when I was sick. So I don't think I really realized in the moment how scary it was. So I was definitely a lot more scared in the moment uh, with the the snowstorm. So for, um, I'm sure a lot of people don't entirely know what neurovirus is. Like I haven't done too much research on what it is, um, but like what what exactly do you get that from? um, It is like people not washing their hands after they go to the bathroom. Uh, Yeah, it's super common, way more common on the AT just because Mm -hmm. of like privies and like shelter logs and stuff everybody's mm-hmm. touching the same thing and people's hands are gross um but i got this one from a hostel in big bear which i mean similar okay. vibe kind of yeah not everything is super clean yeah um yeah and it's just like 
<laughs> yeah, stuff coming out of all orifices, super gross for a couple days, um, couldn't keep anything down, like dehydrated, okay. stuff like that. Yeah, because like when a lot yeah. of people like, whenever I would talk to other people about neurovirus, I feel like they'd get it mixed up with Giardia oh. and they'd be like, oh, so you get that from water too, right? No. But no, it's from... Yeah, like fecal that, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Giardia is... I had some people get Giardia on the PCT as well, and it also seems terrible. But um, do you think it's harder, like, or do you think it's easier to get Giardia on the PCT than on the AT? Um, the AT you have a lot more sources to choose from, mm -hmm. so I feel like you can definitely avoid any sketchy sources. Mm -hmm. um, but the PCT. There's a lot more chance for your filter to freeze without you knowing it, because mm. a lot of nights will drop below freezing and yeah. like not feel like it. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot more chance for your filter to break. And um, if you get to a sketchy water source, it might be the only one for miles and miles. So you have no choice but to drink from it. So yeah. if there's something wrong with it, um, yeah, you you don't have a choice. And also there's less road crossings on the PCT, mm -hmm. so there's less chance to replace your filter. Mm -hmm. Like when are you gonna find an outfitter? Yeah. It might be two weeks yeah. and then you're drinking gross water for that time. Yeah, so. at that point you kinda gotta hope to rely on the people that are hiking around you to right. try and like borrow the water filter Definitely. or that kind of thing, which I, I don't even know how many people, like you know how many people hike the Appalachian Trail mm -hmm. each year. Is it similar on the PCT or do you, um, you say there's less people? Yes, I think it's pretty similar. I think that there are a lot less section hikers out there, but I think that a similar number of people start. Um, okay. It's more spread out, the starting, yeah. because of the permit system. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah, the permit system. That's another thing I need to look into <laughs> more because, like, I see that you technically start outside of the country. So like, do you need to bring your passport to? Um, no, you actually don't. So um, the wall, when you get to the Southern Terminus, mm -hmm. like the wall is right there. The Terminus is maybe like 10 feet away, like the actual mm. statue. So you can like go up and touch touch Mexico, but you're not technically in Mexico. You're okay. starting like at the Mexican border. Okay. Um, so you don't need your passport or anything. I'm not totally sure how it works on the Canadian end because um, by the time I got up to Canada, mm -hmm people weren't allowed into Canada. So yeah. I started at Hearts Pass, which was 30 miles from the border, yeah. hiked up to Canada and then back to Hearts Pass and kept going south okay. from there. Um, but normally you can get into Canada and go another eight miles to Manning Park and then get back out on the Canadian side. So I don't know okay. if you need like, Yeah, that's what, the one that. I've been more curious about. Yeah. Because, I mean, I did a little bit of research the other night mm. and it was saying that they're still not letting people hike huh. through into Canada, which is weird because I thought the Canadian border yeah, was open. I definitely know some people who hiked to Manning Park. Yeah. Um, okay. I, yeah, that were there after I was I there. I mean, it could just be what they have on the website. They could just be trying mm, to not let people gotcha. know that they can because, Yeah, or you maybe know. the people that I know went in uh, when they weren't supposed yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people did that on the AT last year, yeah. I mean, technically, but like, you know. <laughs> I mean, you were probably, you were probably already in the Smokies by the time that... Uh, they said, um, like, don't come in. Or were you? I actually wasn't. Okay. I was on the, I was at the NOC the morning they said okay. they were closing so everything. The day that they said that, we were in Franklin. So you were about three gotcha. or four days ahead of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was that like makes sense. two days ahead. Or yeah, no, three, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So we, we were at the knock and they were suddenly like, this whole county is closed. You can't go in. And we were there with maybe like, 
20, 30 hikers. And it was that was a really tense afternoon because mm-hmm. there were a lot of people who chose to got, go mm-hmm. get off then. Uh, my family decided that we were going to find a way to shelter around, or, no, to shuttle around the Smokies and keep hiking north of them. Um, but yeah, that was a little bit. Yeah. That was that was definitely a tense afternoon. Yeah, uh, I remember that. That was pretty rough. Mm-hmm. And it is nice actually seeing someone again who went through the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. You know, everyone's taught you get off the trail. And at that point, I mean, we didn't even really know what COVID was. We didn't know anything right. about no, it. Nobody like, knew anything. When we, when we finally got a ride home, which is a whole other story about trying to get home. But mm-hmm. uh, we just tried to stop at a gas station to go to the bathroom. And they were like, you can't come in here without a mask on. And we were so oh confused because we, we didn't know anything yeah, about it. Yeah. We were like, wait, what? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or another place was like closed past like 9 p.m. because they had a curfew. And we were just so confused. And yeah. like, you know, obviously we get it now, <laughs> but right. yeah, that yeah. was, that was just such a weird experience. Yeah. There was so much like fear and so many rumors mm-hmm. surrounding it. Actually, you know what? You were, did you ever meet Darwin? Did you ever see him I actually didn't see him. He was around okay. when He we was were right there, around but... where you guys were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We didn't actually see him. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious because I actually <laughs> have somehow got on like a live like Instagram talk with him like oh, halfway through the hike. Hey, like sweet. he was just he was just like on live like ah I'm going to take some people on and like just talk to him. You know, okay, talk around and yeah, he yeah. just randomly sent me a request and I was like <laughs> okay, cool. Sweet. And he he I found out that he was only like 2 or 3 days ahead of us, so yeah, that means yeah. he was he right was around, around where you guys were. Around there somewhere. Yeah, I didn't get to see him. But he yeah. got off, I think. Yeah, I think he got off at the knock. close. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 I <sighs> there were so many uh, actually, never mind. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> oh, trust me. I I made a few posts online that I definitely regret posting because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty, I mean, you know, I was mad, you know. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It was frustrating. And, you know, it, was, it wasn't just that, but like, it was really stressful trying to find a ride home because we okay. couldn't rent a car. We weren't 25. Oh, my gosh. Um, my parents were like, we can't pick you up for another like 10 days or so. <gasps> Oh and luck, we got so lucky. A couple that we had been hiking with, Tuna and Minnow. Um, oh, Tuna and Minnow. Yeah, I, yeah, I know them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they live like forty minutes north of Frederick. I know. And they're yeah. like, "Well, we're gonna rent a car, and you guys can come with us." That's and so it worked nice. out, even though the closest place was still like an hour and a half drive mm-hmm. away. Um, I don't know if you remember. Oh man, what's his name? Everyone knows him as the weird guy. He owned the hostel in Franklin. Uh, not Chicken Sunsets, another place. Weird guy. Uh, mm, I, I know who you're talking about, and I didn't meet him. Oh, okay. He, <laughs> Wait, he drove us. He name. drove us the hour and a half to the place, which oh, is a nice. very funny experience. Mm. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he drove us. He drove eleven people and mm-hmm. all of their packs yep. in one yep. van. Yep. To yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we actually saw him again this year when we went and did it, and he did that. We had like to like not that many people, maybe like eight or nine people, and we all got in the van and. He looked at us. He didn't recognize us. And we were like, we recognize you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He's a hard person to And forget. what was oh funny, though, gosh, was that last ride. year after the ride, he told us, he was like, if you guys are coming around next year, you can stay at the hostel for free. Oh. Just mention that. I told you that. I mentioned it. And he was like, yeah, I don't remember that. Sorry. <laughs> ah, darn it. Yeah. Well, it sounds like that hostel wasn't super great. Anyway. Yeah. I had a lot of funny experiences about that. Um... But back to the snow. When did you yeah. run into the snow in on the PCT? Because like um, like on the Appalachian Trail, you you start in the winter, mm-hmm. 
and then you kind of hike into the warmer weather. Yes. How yeah. does that work on the PCT? Um, so on the PCT, I started uh, mid-March, March 19th. Um, so I definitely encountered a lot of snow on San Jacinto Mountains, which is, I don't know, it feels the same as the Smokies did on the AT. It's about 200 miles in, and it's like the thing that everybody talks about and is worried about mm. until you get there. Um, San Jacinto is just above 10,000 feet. Um, and there are some super steep, really sketchy uh, portions of like walking along the side of a mountain with a very sheer drop. There was somebody who died there in 2019 who was through hiking. Um, so there's a lot of like, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff around yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so that was the first place that I encountered snow and I encountered like five feet of it. I was post holing oh, like man. up to my waist. It was fun. It was my first experience mm-hmm. with snow. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it, but also it was definitely a bit of a slog. Uh, yeah. For parts. Yeah. You feel like you hike like <laughs> 10, 15 miles. You look down and you're like, I've hiked three miles. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also that was the first time that we'd gotten up super high. So I was also dealing with elevation sickness because I had never been that high in mm-hmm. my life before. Um, so yeah, that was the first place with snow. You get a little bit, um, Baden-Powell is also in, um, the desert. It's like mile 400, I think. Um, and there was a little bit of snow there by the time I got there in mid-April. Um, but the real snow starts when you enter the Sierra and that pretty much starts right away. It wasn't too bad when we were there, but there was some snow on Whitney. Mm -hmm. There was some snow on all of the passes. Uh, and then because we were in the Sierra, in May, um, there was some more snowstorms that hit, including the one on Sonora. Okay. Yeah. So did you start the trail like right off the bat with winter gear or? Yes. Yes, pretty much. I carried my spikes with me. I didn't need them until San Jacinto, but okay. it wasn't that long. Um, and I definitely had like all of my warmest stuff with me. Okay. And so basically you kind of did the same thing as what you do on the AT. You carried your winter gear until you got to a point where you felt like it was warm enough out to switch to summer gear. Yeah. And the rest of the time, were you in your summer gear? Um, Did you ever switch back? I did switch back. Um, So I was in my summer gear. So I I actually flip-flopped the uh, last third of the PCT or so. Okay. So by the time we got out of the Sierra, I felt comfortable sending home a lot of my winter gear. Um, I was in my summer gear through NorCal, through uh, half of Oregon to Crater Lake. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I... Uh, got most of my winter gear back when we flipped up to the northern terminus and I was really glad I did because it was it was mid-August by the time we got up to the northern terminus and we had flurries a couple of days and Mm. we had like 40 degree hypothermic weather um so I was definitely happy to have my cold weather gear again yeah okay yeah I'm always interested in that personally (laughs) just because I don't know I I just started doing a little bit of research because it's going to be a while till I can do the PCT I wish I could I Ever since getting off the trail, I've been like, I want to go next year. I want to go. Like, even halfway through the trail, I was thinking about the PCT. Like, I want to go. I totally feel that. Yeah. yeah I was totally planning yeah. my hike in, like, Shenandoah. Yeah. I was like, I want big mountains, not these little... Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. But, no. <laughs> but um, it's probably going to be, like, four or five years. But I want to do, like, smaller trips. Yeah. Before yeah. then. You have your whole life oh, ahead yeah. of you. And there's so many trails to yeah. walk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so this is a little bit of a tangent, but I, you might've told me this when we first met, but I don't really remember. How did you get your trail name, Cascade? Um, I, when I was 12, so I've been, um, I was seven when I first told my mom that I wanted to hike the Appalachian Trail. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and I, I hiked it the first chance I got. I hiked it right when I turned 18. Um, 
So when I was 12, I already knew about the whole trail name thing. And I was in Pennsylvania with some friends on a trip and I um, slipped and fell off a waterfall. Not like a giant waterfall, but like enough of a waterfall. Um, And I was like, oh my gosh, I just got my trail name. I'm going to be Cascade. (laughs) Um, And I also, so when people ask me on the AT, I normally said like, yeah, I fell off a waterfall. And also I just fall down all the time on the AT. I fell like once yeah. or twice every single day yep. and I was always covered in like cuts and bruises. It's not a real hike if you don't fall. Right, but I fell right. way more than yeah. I should have been. Um, so yeah, so I said I was cascading down the trail and that's <laughs> I how like I got that. my trail name. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Probably happened more and more once you got up into like Vermont and Maine with all the mud, right? Mm, yeah, to some extent. It wasn't super muddy actually. Really? Oh, yeah, gosh, my year. So Vermont bad. was pretty nice for me. There were some spots in Maine <laughs> where we had to like, there were wooden boards, but they yeah. were underneath a layer of mud so you couldn't see them. Oh, so you had to gosh. stick your trekking pole out and like poke it to see if it wouldn't work. Because if yeah. you missed, the trekking pole would go completely into the mud. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I do remember some of those like okay. bog spots in Maine. But Yeah. Those are probably oh always like gosh. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What time did you, when did you finish? Your uh, August, August 7th. Gotcha. Was when we finished. So um, did you have really bad bugs through Maine in July? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yikes. Oh my gosh. Literally on the day that we went to Summit, uh, we stopped at Abel Bridge uh-huh. and we decided to do 21 miles to finish the hike instead of going to the Birches uh-huh. 10 miles because the weather was going to be nice the next day gotcha. and not the next week after mm-hmm. that. Our thing was we didn't have cell service, so it was hard to coordinate a ride. Gotcha. We didn't have service until I was basically at the top of Katahdin, <sighs> which luckily I had service and we got it all figured out. <laughs> okay. But um, that's stressful to yeah. add to your finish. Yeah. Oh man, that the whole. I mean, I feel everyone kind of felt it though. It was like really stressful just trying to organize your ride mm-hmm. to get out of there. Uh, a couple of the people we met later told us that they waited for a bus that was supposed to come every day and it just didn't show up. Oh my gosh. Yikes. Um, but um, yeah, bugs. Yeah, bugs. Yes, bugs. I was like, what was I just talking about? Uh, it was like early in the morning. I was hiking. We were kind of booking it to because we wanted to make sure we had enough time to mm-hmm. finish Yeah. and not feel like we were rushing the actual climbing part. <sighs> yeah. Um, but I slammed my shin on a log. Like I was trying to like step over it and I slammed mm-hmm. my shin on the log and I like stopped and I started bleeding. And as soon as I looked down, I got bit like 11 times <gasps> by mosquitoes. And I was like, oh. I can't even stop to like fix this like i just had to keep hiking it was like the mosquitoes were awful and in vermont we got black flies a lot of them like you would i would set like my knock bag down and five minutes later i'll come back and you couldn't even hardly see the actual knock bag it would be covered in bugs like i got to the point where i don't like making a fire usually before i go to bed yeah because it stops up my nose and Mm -hmm. it's just not it's harder for me to fall asleep yeah but I literally had to build a fire right next to our tents, which right. is not smart anyways. But I well. had to build it right next to the tents. <laughs> we had to leave the storm doors open and try and get smoke to like go through our tents. And like yeah. I literally, it took me an hour just to hang up my bear bag that night because I would go out, throw it. And by the time like I can grab it, I'm getting bit. So I'm running back to the stand in the smoke. Oh, my gosh. And then I'd run back after a few minutes try and tie it, run back, because it was just, I was constantly getting bit. It was not oh, fun. And gosh. Killer got them really bad because she she can't stop scratching mm-hmm. whenever she has a scab or a bug bite or anything. So like, she'll get a bug bite, like maybe like a little dot, and then she'll scratch it. 
Oh, and no. scratch it and scratch it and scratch oh, it. And ouch. <laughs> it's just, it, it gets yeah. bad. It's hard not to at that point. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's another con of a wet year. Cause I, well, I was also, I finished in mid September, mm-hmm. the AT. So I had bad bugs for a week in mm-hmm. Massachusetts. And then I had no, no flies, no mosquitoes, no Did anything. Did you ever, maybe this was just a random experience that we had. Did you ever have caterpillars? Caterpillars. No, I had slugs. I had real bad slugs, oh, okay. but I had no caterpillars. Huh, we already have those. We had one day. It literally only lasted a day. Huh. Every single tree, you couldn't even see the bark on the tree. They was all covered oh with millions and millions of caterpillars. They would poop what? on you. They would fall out of the trees. Literally, I picked maybe oh a, like 20 of them out of my hair yeah. just in the day. <laughs> and like we had to, we, I, I went outside of my tent in the morning to drink uh-huh. my coffee. I had to go back to my tent and make more coffee because they were literally pooping on us and it went in the coffee oh, and I was like I'm not drinking this that's so crazy yeah. and apparently they're poisonous too are yeah. they are they like tent caterpillars or I don't know I don't know anything don't know. about them yeah. I just knew that it was some oh. weird thing it literally only lasted a day uh-huh. the next day there were a lot less and then the next day they were gone it was just that one day apparently they some weird like gypsy moths I think oh they, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah. yeah, that was just so weird. That was so annoying. It literally sounded like it was raining. It was sunny out and it oh. sounded like it was raining the whole day. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Weird experience. Yeah. Really weird experience. I made a video on it. I don't know what day it was, but mm. I'll have to. Ew. Yeah. I, I've heard that yeah. that has happened, but that's so, yeah, that must have so been weird. so strange. Um. So I know you said you had been wanting to through hike the AT for like 11 years. Yes. Uh, what mindset? kind of got you into the idea of through hiking yeah well um i think i read way too many like fantasy adventure books when i was little um i felt super strongly that i needed an adventure like i needed to do like a big important scary thing mm-hmm. and um the appalachian trail was the first like real world adventure that i'd heard about that wasn't like you know mm-hmm. uh falling into a portal and going to fight an evil wizard sort of thing yeah so i i think that i um... you gotta save that for uh if you go out and do the the te aurora trail oh, in yes, uh, new exactly, zealand because exactly. then you can you know find mordor in. <laughs> oh my gosh yes fingers crossed that that actually all happens and that there are real hobbits in new zealand um but yeah i that was the first real world adventure that i ever heard about so i kind of latched on to that and i was like this is going to be my big thing this is going to be like my hero's quest and i i also my parents raised me to love the outdoors and i've Mm -hmm. always felt such a big connection with the Mm -hmm. outdoors um and i just i knew that that was what i had to do so first chance i got as soon as i was done with high school that's what i did that's awesome. That's right. I remember you were talking about that. You had just graduated high school and you mm-hmm. were out doing the trail. <laughs> yeah. There was a group of people, maybe like 15 guys this year. They called themselves the Gap, the gap Year Gang because oh. they all took a gap year <gasps> like between high school and college and they oh all went gosh. out. And, like, That's so amazing. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. It makes me so happy to see, uh, yeah, to see people who are just out of high school mm-hmm. going and doing something like yeah. that. Because there definitely is a lot of pressure to like go straight to mm-hmm. college and yeah. jump into a career and marriage and family and everything. And mm-hmm. there's no rush at all. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Man, it, it's just, it's so surreal, like seeing you again after <laughs> what, a year, almost two years. Yeah. This camera cuts out. I keep forgetting to fix it. Oh. Uh, it cuts out after I think like 40 minutes or 30 oh, minutes gotcha. or so. We're good though. Okay, cool. Um, 
Yeah, so I was going to say, uh, with the weather on the PCT, aside mm-hmm. from the snow, mm-hmm. I mean, from what I, let me know if I'm wrong, but from what I always heard, on the AT, it's just kind of a slow, constant rain for like days. <laughs> no, on the PCT, it's not, it doesn't rain too often, but when it mm-hmm. does, it rains hard. Yes. Yes, the times that it did rain, and we went like more than a month in the summer without a single drop, um, or even maybe like a cloudy day. But when it does rain, um, it's mostly like a quick couple of hours thunderstorm with like big scary clouds and big yeah. booms of thunder and stuff, um, which just drops lightning and starts more mm-hmm. fires. We saw a couple fires start uh, in the distance during a lightning storm. Like we saw the lightning oh, yeah. strike and then the smoke start. Um, but yeah, anyway, there's. Yeah, the PCT is mostly quick storms, and even with snowstorms too. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the late season storms that I witnessed, it was just like a quick couple of hours of snow for the most part, and then it would be gone. Okay, yeah, that's another thing. You know, on the AT, it's not so fun nope. when you're walking day in and day out. That's one of the things I look forward to on the PCT. I know it's still got its <laughs> its struggles for sure. For sure, but. You but, know, yeah. every trail does. Weather, weather is definitely different. It was way hotter on the PCT, though. Yeah, there was it, that was definitely definitely a big difference. It was like 106 degrees, 112 degrees, 98 degrees. Like, how am I supposed to hike in this? Yeah. And it's also smoky. Like, yeah, yeah. PCT uh, does have its struggles, but yeah. um, rain isn't one of them, really. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. I'm sure uh, Killa would be glad to hear that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did not have that much fun in the rain. Mm. Um, so is there any advice that you would give? Let's just go specifically for the PCT. Yeah. Uh, for just someone who either has done a through hike already or maybe mm. just hasn't and wants to get into backpacking. Like yeah. Any advice for, I don't know, with gear or just kind of the mindset you should go into it with? Or I know it's a big, broad question. <sighs> yes. So you can take your time. <laughs> uh, the most important thing for, I mean, any endeavor in life, but specifically through hiking, is definitely to go in with like a mindset of wonder and positivity. It was easy for me to do that on the AT and the PCT because I was like, I want to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this to myself. So any bad things that happen, um, it's going to be okay. Like that's part of the journey. That's part of this like story mm-hmm. that I'm telling. Um, yeah. So I think that that definitely is is one thing that I would say to everybody. Those are the people that finish. The people, well, I guess either the people that are too stubborn to quit even though they don't like it, in which case maybe you should quit, um, <laughs> but or, or the people who um, can can take what comes and – I don't know, make it happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and then as far as gear, I, especially for my girls out there, like get a warmer sleeping bag than you think you need. Like do an extra 10 degrees. I'm yeah. always so cold and I was always so Did happy. Did you ever try have with a sleeping bag liner? Did you ever get one of those? I didn't get one of those. I those never needed so one great. because I had a really warm sleeping bag. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say those were great. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I switched mm-hmm. out to a 40 degree quilt. Oh, and oh they were still day, not the, begin- the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because but... like we had day nights where it got down the, it was 12 degrees in the nearest town. So it was, it was pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, that's But chilly. even like in the summertime, it would still get down. Down, we had a couple of nights that still got down below freezing mm-hmm. up in like Maine in that area. Yeah, it never yeah. like was bad and we were okay. But my 40 degree quilt with a sleeping bag liner, I was fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very cold sleeper. My feet get very cold. <laughs> my hands get very cold. Yeah. I'm miserable. But those, that and down socks. 
were amazing. Yeah, down socks are great. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, it's just it's just nice to be warm. Yeah. <laughs> you want your tent to be, you know, your comfortable place. Mm-hmm. And also, I one thing that I did to help my feet keep warm, because my feet always get super mm-hmm. cold too, is I had a baby Nalgene. Um, or my friend had a baby Nalgene, and I had a normal size Nalgene, but baby Nalgenes work better. Mm-hmm. And then you put boiling water in, and that will last for hours, like in your foot box. It kept my feet okay. cold and warm all night. I had always heard about that. I was just so terrified of it leaking. <sighs> I know. I... You have to close it really tight. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, if you have like an extra plastic bag, maybe like put it around the outside. Yeah. But yeah, that worked. That yeah. was what kept me warm a lot. I definitely too. probably should have done that because like I had no hand warmers left. Oh no. When I got to that very cold morning. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, someone gave me one the day mm-hmm. before because mm-hmm. I, I said like, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm screwed. Yeah. And they gave me one, and I literally rotated it from hand to hand to foot to foot throughout the entire day. Oh, my gosh. It was miserable. I still was miserable. I mean, I cried yeah. a lot oh. that morning <laughs> looking for the nearest road to go into town. Yeah. But another, I feel that. <laughs> like, where, like, I was 18 miles for me to get to the next town on the mm-hmm. AT, but that's probably the farthest you'll have to go to get to a road on the AT. On the PCT, Yeah. <laughs> sounds like you could really get into trouble, which mm-hmm. is where you were going with earlier with, uh, you know, it is a little bit easier to die on yeah, the PCT. It, it, the stakes are higher for sure on the yeah. PCT. What do you think about the the overall just difficulty? I mean, I know it's hard because like I feel like everyone kind of thinks of their first through hike is the hardest one. Mm, interesting. But what do you think was harder between the two? Um, I think for me mentally, the PCT was harder because um, by the end... I was kind of feeling like I was uh, a little bit over through hiking a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I, I was feeling like I had gotten what I wanted to out of through hiking for a little bit and mm-hmm. needed to take a break. Um, and I was really, really looking forward to the other world and like school and stuff, which is such a such a privileged problem to have and such a <laughs> such a nice problem to have um, too much through hiking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think for the PCT by the end. Um, when it was getting really cold and I was, yeah, I was just like not really feeling it as much yeah. anymore. It was still like breathtakingly beautiful, but okay. I, I felt like kind of just sitting and looking at the beauty all day instead mm-hmm. of like hiking through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, some days you just got to do that. Yeah. My best day on the trail, I think we hiked like 12 miles and it wasn't because it was super hard. It was because it was yeah. just gorgeous. I exactly. just sat there and yeah. for like an hour and then Killer would text me like, hey, where are you? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like two hours ahead of you now. <laughs> I'm like, I have just been sitting here. <laughs> yeah. Some of my favorite days are trail zeros where mm-hmm. I just hang out at a lake the whole mm-hmm. day and yeah. just enjoy myself. Yeah. I, I was starting to feel like I wanted to trail zero more than hike. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's not I mean, always a bad thing. I mean, no. you're out there to, to be in the wilderness and, yeah. you know, enjoy it. But so. also there were still miles that had to Yeah, be exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like terrain, I think that the AT is definitely harder. Um, just in terms of like the sheer up and down yeah. and like scrambling and stuff. The PCT, yeah. you can cruise all day mostly it's yeah. it's really nice there are definitely still some steep sections and mm-hmm. i i found myself going like what in the at plenty especially <laughs> in washington um mm-hmm. but yeah for the most part the pct is definitely smoother and okay. easier especially oregon you can yeah. cruise right through oregon if you okay feel like it. Yeah. yeah i met someone when we started the at this year his name was uphill and he he was like yeah i, I did the pct last year 
And it's definitely weird in my head. Like I could do 30 or 40 mile days on the PCT. <laughs> I cop came on here and like I'm doing 15, 20. And he's like, yeah, I think I need to slow down. Like I, I just can't do yeah. it out here. It's it's such a such a hit on your mentality when yeah. you can go out on the PCT and do a lot of miles. But Yeah, it, it definitely... It was definitely nice to go from the AT to the PCT and mm-hmm. be like, oh, my gosh, look what I can do. I just did a 30 and I feel great rather than, uh, yeah, I think probably coming to the AT after the PCT would be a lot harder. OK, so I do have one more question. This one's yeah. more just for my own knowledge. Um, I've always wondered about a sleep using my sleeping pad on the PCT mm. versus on the AT, because yeah. what I've heard is these little like hitchhiker things that are prone to pop your sleeping pad have you ever had an issue with that um do you the, use an inflatable i do pad? yes do. um the uh i'm not totally sure about like specifically little hitchhikers okay there's definitely a lot of pokey stuff in the desert okay. um not do you really ever have any issues with so yes but i think that was more an issue with the pad than with um like the desert being particularly pokey mm-hmm. but yes the pad that i started with was the pad i finished the at with and every single night, I would get a new hole in it. So yeah. I would just always be sleeping what on sleeping the ground by the morning. Have? It was a ultralight Big Agnes sleeping okay. pad. As long as it's not the one I'm using. No, no, no. You're good. <laughs> um, and so after, after that, I... Um, I just got super annoyed with uh, how much my sleeping pad was popping because mm-hmm. it was literally every night. And then in the morning, I would find like two or three holes in it. Okay. Um, so I got rid of that sleeping pad and I got a um, like a Thermarest foam pad mm-hmm. and a three quarter length, like tiny little Uber oh, light okay. sleeping pad. Yeah. And I used that for the rest of the trail, which worked super well because I was. Okay. Yeah. I you didn't have any problems even in the winter in the cold. No. With that sleeping pad? Uh, okay. No, because uh, I had the foam pad underneath that okay. was also like reflecting heat yeah. back and everything. So okay. I was, yeah, I was warm. That worked Okay. Because I've done a lot of like looking into the Uber light. I almost got that for, my, <laughs> for the AT. Yeah. But I was like, I just was so afraid that I was going to get too cold. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't use it by itself because it's basically like, uh, like, Black, it's got like a point five R value or material. one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but on top of the, it was basically just like for cushion, and the foam pad was doing most of the mm-hmm. insulation. That worked super well. Yeah. Cool. Well, I really appreciate you taking some time to talk. Yeah. It was awesome seeing you again. For sure. Uh, that's pretty much it. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, thanks for coming on. It was great talking to you again. And what is your Spotify? Uh, it is, wow, I'm already not even remembering the outdoor experience. (laughs) The outdoor experience. (laughs) Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I'll send you, I'll send you a link to it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I want to keep up with, with your podcast. Yeah, definitely. It's been fun. This will be my, my second one so far. Yeah. Technically third, but the first one was just me like doing a trailer. (laughs) Okay, cool. I'll have to go listen to the second one. Yeah. Yeah. All right.